Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, your host. Today, we're going to talk about facts and feelings. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. As you may know by now, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the managing director and founder of The Brief Lab, where we're, our mission is to help people master clear and concise communication. The point of this podcast is pretty straightforward, is to help you and your ideas stand out given an environment which is very difficult. So today we're going to tackle the tricky but really important issue of facts and feelings. Perception is reality. How do we manage our feelings, our emotions, and what's true, what's not true? And what the point here today is that you know, feelings are real, facts are real, but how, how do we know the difference between them and, and, and how can we manage this, this dynamic better? And this was inspired for me in a very specific scene in a movie called Inside Out. It's an animation. It's a story of a young girl named Riley who is really going through a hard time. Her family moves and she is, her emotions are all over the place and What's interesting about this movie, it's fascinating, and I highly recommend you watch it, is that all of these feelings that she has are personified. So you have joy as a character, sadness as a character, anger, fear, disgust. And it's a really funny movie, but it's deeply insightful into the human condition. An amazing movie. So in the movie, Riley is just going through a really hard time. And... It's the journey that she's on to try to resolve this, you know, you know, resolve this uh, difficult that she's going through. And in one particular scene in the movie, um, there's there's a train, I think, and there's a, a box and on the box that says facts and feelings. And one of the characters says, "Oh, those two things, people mix them up all the time because they're kind of spilled on the floor." And that's the point of the podcast today: is is you know. How do we manage these perceptions, these 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 feelings? So you're going to go into what that is, and I, I'm going to put a link on the on the podcast for something called it's called a, like a, an emotion wheel or a feeling wheel. It was shared with me a number of years ago. It's really interesting because it talks about core emotions: fear, um, surprise, happiness, sadness, disgust, anger, and then sort of sub level emotions off this. You'll, you'll understand when you see it. I'll, you'll, I'll link to it. Um, the fear, you know, anger is, you know, aggressiveness, frustration, distance, being critical, uh, disgust is the feeling of awfulness or disappointment, um, hurt, and then sadness might be hurt or depression or guilt or there's despair. There's all these different feelings and it's a wheel and there's different variations of this wheel. The feeling of being overwhelmed, um, helpless, um, when you get into happiness, it's pride, acceptance, interest, contentment, playfulness. There's all these. So when ask a person asks you how you're feeling, it gives you a way of expressing your feelings. Like what what what's going? What are you? How are you feeling? Right? Because this is you know it's important because these perceptions can become a reality, for good or for bad. Um, so what I why 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 do I want to talk about this today? These perceptions can become reality. So what is fact and what is feeling? And, and let's go into that a little bit deeper because you can be easily deceived. I think things are going great because I feel great, but they're not. Or the opposite. 
I feel the things are terrible, but they're not. Um, it, it also can be, um, you know, people are misinformed and uninformed. They're not looking for, for what's, what, you know, what's true. Um, people live in judgment. They just, they're constantly judging others or circumstances, you know, inaccurately somehow. So why are we going to do this is because how we feel every day can indicate what we think and what we do. Simply put, um, when feelings and facts are confused, our thinking might get sloppy. Certainly our communication can get sloppy. Okay. I get overconfident. I start talking too much. I am unconfident and I feel unconfident. I start talking too little. There can be a direct correlation. Okay. Um, so if you look at this, you know, how do these things work together? And that's what we're going to talk about. How do we, how do we handle this? So let's tackle how perceptions can become our reality. All right. Number one, it's easy to get deceived here. I feel a certain way. I feel, um, I feel like I'm on the right track, but in fact, I'm on the wrong track. Vice versa, I feel like I'm on the wrong track, but I'm not. I'm just having a bad day. Um, for me, this became very real when I was writing the book a few years back. It was a year process, and there were days that I felt great, but I was behind. And there were other days that I felt terrible, but I was on schedule. And there was moments that I felt confused, but it was part of the process. This, this whole series of emotions and feelings that I went through writing the book, if I didn't have people around me that could help me and to help guide me, those feelings could have been misleading. I could have been deceived. I could have stopped. I could have given up. And there's a number of moments where it was difficult for me to continue because I'm tackling this topic, which apparently was so obvious and intuitive, but at, at, a, at, a, at a deeper glance, there's a lot to be said about the value of brevity. So that the, all those feelings in that moment weren't always my friends. They weren't always my friends. So that was one thing being easily deceived. The second one was that feelings could make us um, unwilling to gather more information. So the feeling felt like it was a fact, but, in f- but the reality was something different. So there's a, uh, a book that we follow as a business, and the book is called Traction. And in the book Traction, the author proposes a system of managing a business called the Entrepreneurial operating system or EOS. What's fascinating about this book is it doesn't let you rely on your feelings. It makes you rely on the facts of the business and ways to measure so that you don't get deceived. This book has been in multiple editions and there's an entire ecosystem of consultants that help you know, implement this EOS or entrepreneurial operating system. The benefit, though, is it doesn't let you um, lose track. It's you, 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 in a business, you can feel like you're making progress in the same way that when you're in the car, you hit the gas. But if the car, if you're not getting traction, you're not going to be moving forward. Well, it's not that clear if you're just day to day relying on how you feel. So it establishes a set of rules and principles that organizations follow. And it's, it's amazing because it's proven to be successful. And without getting into the details of how it works, the, the point is it, it separates those things in a very 
meaningful way. It doesn't diminish a feeling because feelings are real and they need to be recognized and acknowledged. But it also separates the fact and the fact is how the business is being run. And in my experience, I saw this happen in a brutal way with a client of mine 15 years ago. He was super excited, super confident about his business, but then went out of, he went out of business and it came overnight. He was, his feeling of confidence and euphoria and all the difficulties that he had overcome in his life, he transferred those feelings into the business, but he just did not read um, the facts of the business. He didn't have enough cash. The banks weren't giving him loans. Um, and he ran out of money. One day, I'll never forget it. I was in my office and I was doing consulting work for him. I got a phone call and they said the police came. They locked up the building and everybody, the business just closed. Um, and it was horrible. It was a horrible thing. What happened? He m- was fundamentally mistaken in how he looked at what was real. Okay, and that that was a that was a huge problem, and and that was a huge mistake. And I learned a lot from that because you can't always trust that. the The third thing is that when we rely too much on feeling, too much on emotion, we can be in judgment of other people. We can look at people that don't agree with us or have a different opinion as being the enemy. In the feeling of being threatened, or the feeling of being um, misunderstood or the feeling of being um, disconnected might translate into a conclusion which is false. So all these things about being misled or not willing to go deeper into looking at what's factually true or just sitting in judgment, all of these feelings can lead us to the wrong place. So at this point, what I'd like to talk about is the value of emotions because emotions are great. You know, you want to recognize you know, what, what, what's going on. I want to diminish that. Like going back to the, the movie, what made Inside Out such a great movie was that the, they were recognizing that these things are powerful forces in our lives that affect how we, you know, think and act in a very real, immediate way. So if a person's feeling sad, they have to recognize that. There's sadness. There's, there's, this is not a, the, in that sense, it doesn't mean that your life is coming to an end, that might be the false conclusion, but you have to recognize, we have to recognize that, hey, I'm sad, or there's moments where I feel joy, um, or anger, or fear, or whatever those emotions might be. So here's a couple things that I just think are important. When you think about your, your life as a communicator, um, ask what's true. Ask what's true. So the feeling may indicate one thing. So if you look at that, it's like, all right, these are... Um, you know, look at feelings like uh, they're, they're signals, okay? They, they may be accurate, they may be inaccurate, so look at what's true. If you're flying in an airplane, using that as an analogy, you might feel like everything's great, but you might be flying upside down. So look at the, look at the, look at the, the, the dials, look at the indicators, what's true. Um, I'll give you an example here. Uh, I feel like a coworker is, uh, uh, you know, not professional. Well, what's true? Are they late for meetings? Like, what are the facts? Um, do they um, misspell things? Do they um, mistreat their employees? Like what is actually, it's not the feeling, but what is actually true? Um, I think this person's confusing. Well, let's look at their writing. Let's look at their presentation skills. Let's look at their how, their, how they communicate with you. It, that feeling may or may not be true. Perception is reality, yes. But you have to ask, but what is real underneath it? 
And one of the things that we talk about in our courses is if you don't manage yourself as a communicator, you can give the perception, false, that you're not qualified or that you are leading a project that's going to be at risk. You may give off the wrong impression. So you have to ask first what is true. And in this case, um, perception can be reality, but we have to look a little bit deeper. The second thing is recognize it, don't ignore it. So if this is in fact, like a powerful emotion or feeling, don't dismiss it. It could be a symptom or it could be a telling sign of an issue, but it's not the whole truth. It could be an early indicator. So if you look at if like a feeling is a signal, it points to something, look at pain. Well, I, I feel like, all right, I'm in pain. You might want to see why we're, 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 you're feeling that way. And you might discover that there is actually an issue that you have to address, or you might address. You might find out that, hey, this is a tendency like um, when I work on long projects, I get frustrated easily, but it doesn't mean that I'm on the wrong track. These are just some considerations. If we manage it, you know, facts and feelings, they're not facts versus feelings, they're just facts and feelings, perception management. If we, if we don't manage this, um, it'll start managing us. Um, hiring people, I feel like this person's going to be great. Well, what's actually true? I, I like the person, so I'm going to bring them on board. Or I dislike the person. There are many, many examples of people who use feelings as the, as the, as the driving force in the interviewing process. There's a whole separate issue I could talk about in another podcast called behavioral-based interviewing. Um, a friend of mine who leads that business is all around not would you what would you do, but what did you do? So it's getting at the fact. What did you do? Um, not and getting feelings out of the picture because they can be deceptive. Um, long projects could be an, an opportunity for feelings to mislead us, right? We, we, you lose heart, you get fatigued, all right? And they're just opinions of people. I like this person, I dislike this person, but what's actually true? So these are these are areas where we just have to be careful that we don't let. Um, our feelings get in the way sometimes. Recognizing, though, that they, they do have power, they do have um, value. So if you feel that this was a useful, productive podcast, it might very well be a fact. Just saying.